Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over what happens if you get sick or if you get hurt and you're unable to do the pools that week. I'll go over some tips of how sick you need to be to stop working or how hurt you need to be. And I'll go over some examples from my experience out there. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So one thing that is one of my character traits is that I am consistent. I mean, you can see from the material I put out, the YouTube videos, the podcast, I'm on episode 630-something. And I'm pretty consistent that I don't stop what I'm doing. And the same thing translates to the pool service side of it is that when I'm sick or I'm hurt, I don't really know when to draw that line and not go out there. And so what makes things worse is that my wife is a registered nurse and she knows when someone's sick or hurt, how far they can be pushed. And she is always criticizing me because I go too far when I'm hurt or sick. So a few examples of this, um, one year I broke my ribs and the next day I got, I could barely get out of bed because it hurt so bad, but she wrapped me up and I went out to work. I could do very little out there and it was tough driving and, and shifting my truck. And I think if you ever broke your ribs, the worst thing that you could ever do is sneeze. And I, when I sneezed, I felt like I was dying. So I, ro- I worked with broken ribs. I broke my toe. So I would go to work with one sandal on one foot and the shoe on the other. Um, you know, ingrown toenail, I had to go to a specialist to get it cut out. So whenever I see the NBA players and they sit out of game because of turf toe or whatever they call that, I understand that your toes are really important because I went through that. I mean, I've broken, I've sprained my wrist so bad that I couldn't even move my hand, but I still went out to work. Um, I have broke, I have a finger that was, I think I broke it, but I just never took care of it. Um, I'm not like Ronnie Lott level. I don't know if anyone knows this story, but when he was a Raider, he broke his finger, his pinky, and he just had them cut off the tip of it. So that's pretty crazy stuff. So I'm not at that level. But again, I don't call out sick for really any reason at all. The only time I didn't go out when I was sick, and this was over the course of years and years of years of never missing, I got the shingles one year. And it was on my neck and ear, and I couldn't even get out of bed. And so I did actually miss a whole week that week. And that's the only week of work that I've actually ever missed from being sick. Um, and I couldn't work. There's no way I can even move, and I was dizzy. So unless I had someone drive me around, I couldn't go out there and work. So so that's my personality. So you kind of get where I'm coming from here. If I have allergies or I have a cold or the flu, I would still go to work. It didn't bother me to you know, I just stuck tissues. I had I had customers tell me, what are you doing here? I mean, you look terrible. And I still would show up at work. Um, and so for me, I don't miss work for anything. But again, that's just me and that's my personality. And I've, 
I guess I was raised that way or that was ingrained in me that I, I always have to fulfill my obligations. But you may not be able to do that, especially if you break a bone. Um, you may not want to go out there with broken ribs for sure. There's not much you can do out there anyway. It was kind of a waste of time. But I showed up. Um, I don't work in the rain anymore unless it's like really light rain because that's when I broke my ribs, by the way. I slipped and hit my side on my truck. I was getting something out of my truck and I fell and landed right on the side of the truck. And that's, I heard a crack and I knew right away there was a problem. So when it's really raining hard, I don't go out there. I just go out and light drizzle. And so that's one rule that I put in place for myself now. I'll take a rain day at that point instead of getting hurt. Um, but if you're really sick, you have to kind of know when to pull the plug. When you're too sick to go to work, it's understandable. Unless you have someone that can take your place, like, you know, a relative that can go out there and take your place. Or if you're a member of IPSA, they have sick route coverage. You have to cover people's routes and they'll cover your route also. I think the limit is like two or three weeks or 10 days. I can't remember offhand. Um, you can correct me if you're a member of IPSA. But there is a sick route coverage a part of that group, which may come in handy if you're going to need something like that. But I think the worst case scenario is that you're going to miss at least a week. You really can't go two weeks, especially in the summer out there, missing two weeks of service. So hopefully it's nothing severe where you can't, you can, you know, take a week off and that's fine. But if you're going to be out for an extended period of time, you know, you may want to hire a helper to get help you out there and just, you just drive around or a relative. Um, that's been done before. Um, I know another pool guy that broke his arm and he had someone go out with him and pretty much he just had them do everything and he was there to make sure that everything was done right. That may be an option for you, but if you're just sick with the flu or something, you could take a week off and let the customers know that, hey, you know, I'm really not going to be able to make it. And there'll be a few customers that are going to be like, hey, well, can you give me the credit for that week? And then that's when you're going to have to explain to them. And this is why service agreements are really important. And if you you know need a service agreement template, I do have one available. You can email me at david at swimmingpoollearning.com. And you can add this into your template that, you know, if you're sick, Based on, I mean, I don't know how long you want your service agreement. You can explain to the customer somehow outside of the agreement that, you know, since they're, if you're doing the billing, so here's, this may get a little complicated, so I'll just try to keep it as simple as possible. Basically, there's a lot of weeks where you have five Fridays or five Thursdays. And so technically, you have four free, you have four weeks during the year that are technically free weeks to the customer if you bill monthly. And so you have two weeks of vacation that's in that four-week period. And then you have technically two weeks of sick days in there or 10 days of sick days built into that. And so you can explain to the customer that, look, I bill you monthly. And, you know, two months ago on your service day, which was a Friday, there were actually five Fridays, but I only billed you for four of them. And so that free Friday that you got is actually technically a sick day or a vacation day. And that technically will happen three or four times out of the year, depending on how the calendar falls. And so you're getting actually a free week of service. And that week of service goes towards my credit for a sick day or for vacation. So explain that to the customer so they kind of know ahead of time that, you know, there may be a day you can't make it. And you may take a sick day to go to an event, you know, a school event for your child. Or you may take one of those days to go on a trip somewhere, you know, three-day weekend or you just may take that day off to catch up on something or you know do repairs, but you have that freedom to use that day. And definitely you want to use that day when you're sick for sure and let the customer know that 
you're not going to credit them because they're already getting credit in a way and that you're just not able to make it out to the pool. And generally speaking, the pools can survive a week without you being there. The only time that you're going to have issues is if you get hurt or sick, you know, June, July, or August, those months where if you miss a week, you're definitely going to know that you missed a week because the chlorine level may zero out in the pool. You may have algae the following week. The pool may not look that great. So be prepared if you're going to be sick in the summertime that you're going to do a lot of catch-up. So basically, if you miss a week in the summer, you're going to be spending one or two weeks trying to catch up and get those pools dialed back in because of the fact that you're out that week. So if the customer knows ahead of time you're not going to make it, typically that's going to be just enough to where they understand that you're not you know, indestructible, you're going to get sick out there. And so you may have a couple that push back, but again, explain how that breaks down. And you might want to develop a plan now. Like I trained my nephew to go out with me. And so for me, I had a backup person. So I would take him out and he knew how to do it. He knows how to do everything. And so if I were to get sick or something like that, he can step in no problem or help me out or at least ride with me and do all the things that I do, check the chemicals, vacuum the pool. And so if you have a relative that you can train for that, that's great. Or, you know, some people have an employee slash helper that they can do that. But a lot of times it's hard to find good help. So find someone that you can rely on uh, that can help you out if you need to ahead of time. So you should be making plans now while you're healthy, while you're not sick, or you didn't break your wrist or sprain something. You definitely want to um, get that arranged now so that later on when you need that person, they're available. Or if you really feel like the IPSA sick care is something that you want to do, I would join your local IPSA chapter, and that way you know for sure if you get sick for a week or if you, you know, God forbid, break your wrist or your leg or ankle, someone could come out there and take over for you for at least two weeks and make sure that things are dialed in. And then you can maybe make arrangements with somebody else that work longer for you if necessary and just pay them what you would make from the customer at that point. But those are really important aspects of your service because if you're a one polar or single polar as they call them and you get hurt or injured or sick there's really no safety net there and don't lose sleep over it don't be obsessing over the fact that oh, I could get hurt out there and what's going to happen it could happen you know my truck I think for me the main thing that causes caused me to miss work is my truck broke down uh, on different occasions and so that's extremely understandable for people when your vehicle's not working and that's kind of a sick day also, your, your truck's sick basically. But prepare for that too. So when my truck is out for a long period of time, um, I used to go rent a truck at the local Enterprise, but right now the rental prices are extremely high. Um, so I would rent a truck at the Enterprise. I even went out in my wife's Lexus um, RX350. It's actually a pretty good vehicle for pool service because the pole fits right through the SUV, and then I can put the chemicals in the trunk. So I've definitely used that. But I've rented trucks before. And U-Haul, you can run a U-Haul truck if you need to and drive that until your truck is fixed. Whatever you can do to get back out there, do that. But have a plan in place. Um, look around your area for local rental truck companies so that you can rent a truck when you need to. Or, you know, check out your wife's vehicle and see if you can fit your pool equipment in there one Saturday. You know, she might not like you doing that. But, you know, see if your pole will fit in there. See how you can stack the chemicals in the trunk or backseat of the car. And use that to go out there because I think for me, if I can go out, I will. I'll do whatever I can to get out there and make that service call. And so going the extra mile is kind of built into me. 
And any kind of sick day, you kind of want to plan for it now so that when it happens, you're not going to be just, you know, holding the bag basically and not knowing what to do. So plan for it today. Get things in place. Take a relative, a young nephew out uh, or niece out there and train them on how to do basic things. And if you ever need to call them in a pinch, they'll be available and already trained. So I think those are important things because training them on the spot when you're sick is not going to work as effectively if you take precautions now. And again, you have the IPSA membership that will protect you if you get sick or injured out there. So I think the point here is to plan for when you get sick or hurt because it will happen. I've sprained my ankle. Again, I had broken my toe, broken my ribs. You know, I've hit my head on a tree once so bad that I actually saw stars and I've worked probably with a concussion, which I probably shouldn't have gone out there with a concussion. So these things happen and we don't really have any kind of safety net out there. So you want to definitely start building that network now, putting those things in place so that when, if and when you get sick or hurt, you'll not miss a beat. And then the customer should know ahead of time in the service agreement that, hey, you know, there are these extra days or I may get sick and may not be able to service your pool or I may just be able to put chemicals in only. However you want to phrase that, make sure they know ahead of time that you're human, that you will get sick and you may get hurt. And But you'll take care of them as best you can um, during the situation. As long as they know ahead of time, I think they'll be okay with it versus you not even calling or letting them know what happened. And a lot of times customers will be looking for you at a certain time and day and they may call you to see what's going on if you don't show up. So it's another aspect too, besides being sick, if you're doing a repair or if you're going to change your service day for whatever reason. So if you're sick Monday and Tuesday, but you can stack the pools and do them another day, let the customers know that you're going to come later in the week so that they can look out for you. That's also an important aspect of customer relations that if you can get back in and do their pool on a different day, let them know you're going to be there on a different day. Just don't show up or not show up and then show up a couple days later because that doesn't look good either. So communication is the key here when you're sick or injured and also having some kind of written agreement or some kind of transparency with the customer is also really important. And if you're looking for other podcasts that I've recorded, definitely go to my website, swimmingforlearning.com. On the banner, there's a podcast icon. Click on that and you can scroll down to previous podcast episodes. Again, the website is swimmingpoollearning.com. And if you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business or if you're starting out, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Again, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.